this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the director of Strong Women Co., a company designed to help women be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. And we have one-on-one programs, online workshops, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. Uh, I put so much thought and care into every post that we put out. I put my my ear to the ground, see what we need to hear, see what motivation uh, folks are needing from things I hear from my clients, things I see going on in the world. Uh, And that's what I want to be. And that's what we want to be is just cheerleaders for you to help you to move forward, reach your goals uh, in an authentic and deep and true way. And you know what? Sometimes those goals don't have to be uh, big things. Sometimes the goals is getting through the day, especially in the year like 2020. <laughs> uh, I digress, um, but you get it. I know you do. Uh, so the links are in the show notes and also join our free online tribe. I just let a bunch of people into it this week. Uh, and so we got a bunch of new people. I let people in the waves. So we just get used to the culture of being positive and sharing and all of that. Uh, and you can connect with women all over the world. Uh, and make sure to subscribe to our podcast, uh, to get all of our upcoming shows as well. So I am Kelly, as I mentioned, I'm a Newfoundlander and a Canadian, and I'm coming to you from a city just south of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. I wanted to say thanks to all those who reached out and commented with positive feedback about our last show on the Divine Feminine. I have to say um, that stuff really matters. You know, when someone takes some time to say, hey, I listened to this or hey, I, I read this or, you know, this, this, this really helped me out. It, it only takes a, a few seconds, really, but it really does uh, fuel the fire to, to move forward. It, can, it, it certainly makes my day when it comes in. So anytime anyone um, produces content or a resource or something that you appreciate, Uh, I suggest to you to to spread the love and positive energy and to reach out um, and give positive feedback like that. But I think we've got so much positive feedback last show also because I think it's indicative of how many women are interested in the topic of the divine feminine. And um, from what I heard, we talked about it in an accessible way with my amazing uh, shaman sister and teacher, uh, Regina. Uh, Mad love to you, sister. Thanks so much for talking and explaining all the things about that. Um, I know a lot of people got a lot from it, including myself. And I want to do a special shout out in particular to a bunch of new listeners. Um, I haven't checked the data in the last little bit, but there's a few hundred new listeners directly out of San Antonio, Texas. It's one of the things that you can look up is uh, where folks are from. Uh, who are listening, and um, I don't know what's going on in San Antonio, Texas, uh, but uh, it seems to be something cool, and I know a lot of folks are talking about the cool things going on and the awakenings of various levels uh, into spirituality and kind of understanding and equality and fairness and power, 
So shout out to my sisters in that area and in, in general, all of Texas. Um, we, uh, we're with you and we, we stand together. And uh, I know uh, our sisters, American sisters are facing some pretty serious, uh, serious things right now. Um, we'll get to more of that in a minute. As are a lot of our Canadian sisters, European sisters, um, folks in Indonesia. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 been a lot. So shout out to um, all of our listeners and huge thanks uh, for spreading the word on the, about this podcast so that we can just help support more women and and build this uh, amazing collective that we are uh, building. So uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, just to kind of connect last episode with this one, I wanted to talk about some of the divine feminine experiences I've had since recording the podcast. And I think that can be important for people to see kind of maybe what it looks like. And it will look like different things for different people. Uh, But it was just kind of uncanny how many divine feminine messages, ideas, things just kind of popped up. Uh, and it's, it's beautiful to see what is exposed to you or what you're exposed to um, when you open yourself up. Um, so I'll start off with the first thing that occurred uh, that I remember anyway, since doing that podcast with Regina, was I was doing some research about my uh, current city. And that city is Breda or Breda. Um, and, uh, I was doing some research and looking up and looking up for more women's groups and things like that. Looking for my people, you know, it's important to get your peeps and community is so huge to me. So I was looking up, uh, the re- the, the kind of history and just kind of, um, uh, the, the, uh, cool things that have happened here, the cool structures here. And, um, I found out that Breda is another name for Bridget. And Bridget, uh, we talked a little bit about in the last uh, episode. And Bridget is, uh, she's a Celtic goddess. Um, She is the matron saint of Ireland, just like St. Patrick is the patron saint. She has been such a good teacher for me. She was the first goddess I learned about spiritually and specifically. Uh, I had gone through a extremely upsetting uh, situation at, at work where I, uh, let's just say, I can't say too much cause I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> but after, uh, after that upsetting thing at work, um, I, and like an hour later, I ran into Regina at Starbucks and the next day she was having a Bridget, uh, workshop. And I was like, Oh, you're here. Oh, there's a place open in the workshop. And then I showed up and it was a full day long, Bridget workshop. Uh, so it was the first kind of, um, goddess I really specifically like heard about, learned about all that. That was a few years ago now. So that's really cool. The, I'm practically living in Bridget. <laughs> that's a goddess name. There's a giant, uh, church in, uh, my city. It's like really one of the most beautiful, uh, church towers I've ever seen. Um, and the original name for that was our great mother. How cool is that? So Every time I look to that church, and that is that is one way I can actually find my way around. It's like, okay, where's that giant tower in reference to other things? And so every time I look at it now, I, I say, our great mother, right? And it's just that beautiful, loving, nurturing energy of the divine feminine. And then uh, last week, we uh, took a day trip to uh, Dembash, uh, which is just a, a city about an hour away. Really beautiful city. It was like a Netherlands, New York, uh, very with, with, with more history. 
Um, and there was, uh, when I was looking up things to go into that city, I seen that there's this really cool story about uh, a Mary statue. And this Mary statue was made in the 1200s. She had such a cool story of like, uh, in the 1300s, um, she was kind of cast aside because it was, she's made out of oak and she had lost the baby Jesus. And then uh, this Mason found her, uh, and then eventually uh, a priest found the baby Jesus a year later. The kids were using it as a toy, local kids. And um, so they put this Mary um, up on the um, this, this table in the cathedral. And uh, she has such a cool story about um, <laughs> even throwing hexes on folks who spoke about her in a negative way, but also stories about uh, all these people about healing, uh, who people who prayed to her. Uh, there were stories about her being smuggled out of the Netherlands during different wars. There was just like all of this undeniable folklore, if nothing else, around this really cool statue. And I'd read about it the day before and I did not know with COVID what was open, what was possible, if you could even see this Mary anymore. And I walk into the cathedral and uh, turn a corner and there she is. And it was like, whoa. And the energy, you know, e even if she didn't have power before, you, you give 800 years of praying in one direction. <laughs> there's going to be uh, there's going to be some energy uh, there towards her. So that was just uh, another gift I felt like from the divine feminine. Uh, and then uh, yesterday uh, I went to or the day before uh, I found there was this kind of like antique uh, table in Sinner Sinner City Center, um, and I found all these. Mary vintage postcards for like 20 cents each. Uh, they're exquisite and beautiful and each one has a lesson and they're from different parts of the world, including Russia, which I've been and lived. And so it was really feeding me in beautiful ways. And then uh, at that same table with the Mary vintage postcards, I seen this, this piece of art and it was an etching. So like a drawing with pencil. And uh, it was by this artist. He's a Igid Linig. He's a Belgian artist. Um, and there was these gorgeous symbols of, of like a tunnel, which is very Hakate, the goddess of transitions and thresholds and transformations. And then on top of this threshold, which is so beautiful, and it kind of symbolizes going into the unknown, going inward, it was, it was very speaking to me. And uh, on top of it is that it was seen like the stone Mary just on top. So of course, Mary overlooking, Mary watching over. So there was a lot of, a lot of messages, uh, in the image. And, uh, the, the man selling, I just asked him about it. He said the artist's name, of course, I didn't know at the time. And, uh, he wanted 20 euros for it, but I had not budgeted, uh, for such a luxury. Um, uh, I'm trying to be more sensible. And also after the decluttering I've done, uh, in my previous house, I'm trying to not accumulate so much stuff. But anyway, um, I had just eight euros uh, in my pocket. And so he accepted that for this piece of art, uh, which is now one of my favorite pieces. And I looked it up uh, afterwards, looked the artist up and, you know, he's a well-known artist and, and, and the, the painting was worth much, much more, or the drawing was much worth much more than I uh, uh, got it. But people like everywhere, um, you know, that man heard him to pay, to sell this for eight euros, uh, but people need to make ends meet. And, uh, anyway, so I was like really pleased with the drawing and, and really pleased with this new art and, um, you know, Violet and I we were exploring the day and just doing some errands. And then I went back to the bike uh, garage. So instead of like a car garage, they have like a, 
bike garage here. And um, I dumped out my coin purse, which I usually put this key in. And this key is very specific uh, where it, it uh, makes a rod go through the back tire. So without it, you cannot move the bike. And my bike is like post-World War II bike. That is like 70 pounds. And I had lost the key. And I started actually a bit of a panic attack. I was like, oh, no, I've, I've lost the key. What, what am I going to do? There's no way to move this this bike. I can't possibly carry it home. I can't carry it to a bike shop to get it fixed. I, I don't even know. And then I had this distinct memory of the key being on the book at the table because I dumped out my change and Violet was talking to me and the guy was talking to me. And all I could do was, I hope, I hope, I hope that key is still there. So Violet and I run from the, um, uh, the bike garage and then run to city center. I hope he's still there. And, we, and I show up and I see him and I say, hello, sir. And I'm like searching his face to see if he, he, he has my key. And he's just, look, he says, hello. And he's just staring at me. You know, he was, he was a funny, quirky man. And uh, I was just staring, staring. And he, and, and, and he was staring. And then he says, you're looking for your key. <laughs> I was like, yes, jumping up and down. My freedom wasn't gone. How exciting. I still have my bike. <laughs> And uh, I, was, I was so happy and felt so, uh, so lucky. And then as I was walking away, I remembered the Hecate, the goddess Hecate. Some people would call it Hecate. Uh, I talk about her on the, in the Women's Intuition um, workshop uh, that I did with uh, my amazing friend Sheena. It's on, still on uh, strongwomenco.com's website. We go through a whole thing about Hecate, Hecate. Anyway, one of her symbols is the key. And that's what drew me to the uh, drawing in the first place was the tunnel threshold uh, symbol of uh, Hakate. And so all I could do was just smile and, you know, uh, just, just kind of revel in um, the lessons, revel in uh, the, the opportunity and also the kind of feeling that something wonderful was watching over us, watching over me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you could say, uh, what I'm going to suggest to you is look for symbols, patterns, and feelings. Find meaning in what is presented to you, um, whatever that is. And, and you can kind of feel something. It's like, hmm, this is special. There's something about this, you know. Um, and could I be putting meaning on a series of unrelated events? Of course. That's absolutely possible. But I feel nourished and supported. And that's the important part. I could get all mathematical and say, oh, that's just a series of events. Oh, that's just history here. Oh, that's things I've been seeking, blah, blah, blah. That's how my lens. Yeah, sure, sure. But I feel nourished and supported from those experiences, from those lessons. And I feel part of something bigger than me. And uh, I'm going to invite you to see what your spirit or intuition has to say to you. And it will be in a language that only you would understand. Uh, and it's amazing what will show up for you when you are open up to receiving it. And where I'm at in my, in my understanding and my journey now, uh, the weirder, the better. The, the more on the nose, the stranger, the cooler, uh, the more kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. That, that the better. Uh, so uh, I just want to do a quick little I am here, I am whole, I am Kelly, and then we'll take a breath uh, and then I'll dig into the main topic of the show, which is everything in perfect time. Yes, I'll take a breath there now. <sighs> take a breath with me in through the nose. 
<sighs> everything in perfect time. So say it with me. I am here. I am whole. I am Kelly. You say your name, of course. So I am here. I am whole. I am. And yes, yes, you are. One more breath for good measure. In through the nose and hold. Stretch out those lungs. Relax your jaw. Let it out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> Everything in perfect time. Now, this is a topic, um, a reminder, some reassuring words, some nourishment, encouragement, support that I felt was very important to give you at this time. This is something that um, I needed to be reminded of. I know my clients, uh, friends, uh, folks all over the world. If you're paying attention at all, it's an extremely stressful and trying and difficult and sometimes seeming impossible time. And it's something that causes uncertainty. There's more division uh, than I think I've seen in my lifetime around belief systems and facts. And it's extremely frustrating. There's so much fear and so much unknown. Uh, never before has the world had to deal with a pandemic in such a way. A hundred years ago, uh, in the 1918 flu, we, uh, we didn't have the technology or the science, and there wasn't a, a worldwide consciousness around it and the fear. Not that there hasn't been other fears and, and things bubble up, but there's something about when we're all afraid, afraid and uncertain. And there's also the reality that there's more mental health issues uh, on the rise. I've seen um, numerous metrics of different kinds of issues. I mean, if you've already had uh, a mental health concern, illness, or issue, uh, the stress of everything from the fear, uh, the fear of getting sick, the fear of the illness, the fear of finances, um, uh, the worrying about your friends and family, that can certainly aggravate uh, a mental health Ill issue or illness. It can cause uh, mental health issues to pop up if you haven't already uh, had it uh, or, or knew that it was something that um, you were carrying around or should it was a concern. So I, I know that we can all use some words of support and encouragement right now. This is a deeply transformative time. And no, it is not just you. This is tough. This is a tough time. And for anyone who says this isn't tough or no, I'm doing fine. Well, kudos to you, but I don't 100% believe you. I know we have to, to, you know, choose our paths and often, you know, even myself, I'm choosing the positive and focusing on the good whenever I can. Um, and that's to keep going. Uh, the another uh, title of this episode I was considering was just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, right? Dory and uh, Finding Nemo, because this is the this is the message that I wanted to give to you. 
that we won't always feel like this. This is a, a fleeting time. We will learn from this. We will grow from this. And I wanted you to be reminded of your strength and your power and your resilience. And also to connect that uh, to like the bigger picture. Uh, as of recording right now, I'm doing it on the new moon, the dark moon, which happened just before. Uh, and that's the process of emptying out before a new cycle begins. And this can test our faith. The new moon is about planting seeds of our new way of being, your new way of thinking, your new lifestyle, uh, things that uh, you've decided that you want to move forward with. There's a lot of new. Uh, and with new, just like a, a new school or a new job or a new city, that can be, you know, uh, scary. And, uh, and then also we have a full moon eclipse happening on November 30th, November 29th in Australia and New Zealand. And uh, that, uh, you know, eclipses, uh, if you've been listening or following our videos in the Strong Women Code Tribe, because I, I often do videos for that, um, it's, it's, it, those can really kind of turn things on their heads. Uh, it, it, the disappointment of this year can feel constant. And the lessons and how we have to keep bobbing uh, and weaving and ebb and flow. And we're going with the, the waves of, of this year. Uh, and it, it can be very, very exhausting. And uh, uh, I wanted to also point out just physically, our nervous systems are exhausted. Our psyches are exhausted. We are all in shock in some, in some way, we are all in shock. And so this nervous system that we have, that dictates our health, dictates our, our, our tone, our mood. Um, it can really help to reassure that nervous system and to tell your body that everything is going to be okay. And I know it may not feel like it right now, but everything is happening in perfect time. And you are doing the best you can. You are doing the best you can with the information you have, with the options you have. You are making the best decisions you can for your family with the information that you've been given, with the, with the limited options on your plate. You are doing fantastic. This year is hard. Being human, very hard. Yeah, I just got an email uh, last night about from uh, Violet School, my five-year-old, that she was exposed to a support worker uh, with COVID. And uh, honestly, it threw me. Uh, I was just sat here shaking my head for a long time. Um, and it was funny because I had planned to do this topic of the show. And I was like, what's well, so funny? I, need, I also needed to be reminded that everything is happening in perfect time. And that we will get through this. And we have gotten through tough times before. And this is another series of tough times that we will get through. Uh, we have a, a lot of listeners, you know, all over the world. A little more than half is in the USA and uh, uh, the rest is in Europe and Canada and Ontario and Quebec, Belgium, the Netherlands, uh, the UK. Um, people are, are really having a hard time with this second wave of COVID. Uh, it seems more scarier. The numbers are higher everywhere. Um, so it can be really easy to get whipped up into uh, the, the fury, the fervor uh, of things. And I just wanted to remind you how great you're doing. I wanted to remind you of how resilient you are and that happiness does not occur for those people who get the most in life, but make the most out of life. 
And I want you to feel what you feel. There's no toxic pos uh, uh, positivity here. You know that. However, feel what you feel. And as a woman who's dealing with grief and fear and starting a brand new life in a foreign country, uh, I have to feel what I feel. And sometimes I can just sit down and just like breathe and just absorb and process. And then you have to stand up, wipe your face if you've been crying and move forward and trust and have faith, have faith in yourself, trust in yourself that you will get through this and that everything is happening in perfect time. The universe is unfolding exactly as it should. And I know it's hard and I know you're tired and I know you're confused, but like most great things, that's how the most important things start. When you're not completely sure, you're not, uh, you know, it's not predetermined how things are going to be. And that's also the divine feminine is a little chaotic. So if you're like me, you're not so comfortable with chaos, but maybe you're also like me trying to get a little bit more comfortable with chaos uh, and in having that trust in yourself. So look at what you can control your own behavior, your own reactions. You can control how much joy you put into your life. Uh, you can control, you know, how uh, present that you are trying to be with your family or your friends or outside. And to just have that faith that I promise you things, you know, hindsight's 2020. things always make sense. At the end of your life, it all makes sense of what would this happen and for, for this reason? And if, if, if I didn't get let go from this job, I wouldn't have uh, had this opportunity and I wouldn't have met this person. It really does make sense in reverse. So to have faith, have faith in yourself, have faith in the universe, have faith that things are unfolding for your highest good. There is uh, these three, and if you've listened to me a long time, I'm sure I've uh, said this before, but there's these uh, mantras affirmations that I babble over and over to myself that um, it's from Louise Hay. And she, Louise Hay, um, who is uh, no longer with us on this earth, but she was the mother of affirmations. And these are the, I'll put these in the show notes so that you can have it for yourself. These are the affirmations I say over and over to myself when I'm feeling like I need the reassurance that everything is happening in perfect time. And it goes like this. All is well. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this situation, only good will come. I am safe. Want to say it right after me? All is well. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this situation, only good will come. I am safe. And that last bit of I am safe, that is you who are so powerful and mighty and capable. That is you letting your body and your nervous system know it doesn't have to be on full alert. In this moment, you are safe. Everything is working out for your highest good. From this, only good will come. And I know that can be painful. I know a lot of us have lost things, um, including even, even family and friends and jobs, and it can be very, very hard and confusing and painful. And I'm here to support and love you through this. 
but to also remind you to put your feet on the ground and remember the stability you can create for yourself. Remember that you are capable of huge, amazing things, including calming yourself down and creating peace for yourself by trusting, by having faith in your powerful self. And if you are a person who, who prays to the universe or the goddess or uh, God or the great mother, feel that connection and feel the reassurance that everything is happening in perfect time and that you don't need to stress about all the things that you're stressing about. The things that will really upset you, the things that will really pull the rug from underneath your feet, those are things you cannot even fathom. So why waste time? As everyone says, it is, it's, it's, it's the car accident or the, uh, you know, the thing that you, could, you would never ever specifically worry about that most knocks people down. But we waste time and energy worrying about those things, our fears. So let's not. Let's surrender to the moment. Let's surrender to our own strength. Let's have faith and trust that everything is happening in perfect time, that you are well looked after. You have created a beautiful life and you are continuing to create a beautiful life filled with love and support and community. And those are the things that you are capable of. Those are the things you're manifesting. Those are the things of the new world that you are creating in perfect time. And it could never have happened any other way. It can only happen this way. This is all for you. We're doing it together. Everything in perfect time. And now for the featured song of this show. Uh, and thanks for the feedback. Uh, folks really loved Alanis Morissette's Her uh, in the last episode. Yes, it's a, such a good song. And for this one in particular, I had one in mind, and it might be something you've heard. Uh, it's actually from the 70s, but it's a poem that was written in 1906 by Max Ehrman. And it's called Deserata. And it's funny because I had um, the Wear Sunscreen uh, Baz Luhrmann one uh few episodes back and this one always reminded me the Deserato and um, uh, remembered wear sunscreen are two spoken word uh, good advice kinds of pieces um, and this one in particular I think is even better than the Baz Luhrmann's um, wear sunscreen and it reminds people um, it, it, it's one that I've come back to at very challenging times in my life particularly the lines about you know, you are a child of the universe and the, and the universe is unfolding exactly as it should. You have a right to be here. Strive to be happy. All of this. And um, I put a lot of thought. I tried to find a good uh, cover where a woman was singing it, but I couldn't find one in English. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I found a spoken word, one from a woman out of the UK. But there's just something about the music and the, um, the chorus so uh, I decided to go with this one, even though it is uh, a man talking, because it does have the tone and the message and the nourishment and reassurance that I wanted you to get uh, from this podcast and, and, and from the featured song that we're closing with um, right now. Um, I feel that 
we can all use this reassurance, this kind of time to, to remember what we can control, to uh, get grounded and stay calm and not get ruffled our feathers. As this point of recording, um, there are still weird election things uh, and people pretending that fraud occurred uh, in the American election. So it's, it can be very, very hard to stay sensible. It can be a very, it's a very, very difficult time to be a smart person in this world because there's so much um, rampant disinformation and confusion and purposeful disinformation. I just had to block um, a Russian troll on Twitter who was pretending to be a Dutch person and Trump supporter. It's fascinating. It's coming out of everywhere, right? So I'm with you, sisters, sisters, brothers, and others, and everyone who's listening. I'm with you. And so we, we need to control think about the things we can control and to just focus on those, move forward and not be flappable. Uh, one of the greatest lessons this year has taught me is, um, uh, in, in, if you know Strong Women Co's logo, logo, of course, it is Artemis with the bow and the arrow. And the arrow gets all kinds of um, accolades. And you think about the arrow as the action taker, as that's the big, you know, the, the big thing is where the arrow goes, where you shoot the arrow. We always think about that. What we don't often think about enough is the bow and how that arrow could get nowhere. You could not have the action you want. You could not go towards the goals you want unless you had that calm, still, stable arrow to guide you. So just think about that, that you want that calm, still bow to shoot those arrows from your heart, to shoot it towards your goals, uh, towards your happiness, towards what you want out of life. So I will leave you with Deserata, a piece that's brought me much peace over the years, particularly when I've been brought to my knees. And I hope it can do the same for you. Um, and when they do, uh, there's one part uh, when he says, um, uh, it calls God he. Of course, uh, I would encourage you to put she in there um, and uh, to make it more inclusive so you can feel that you are truly a part of this song truly a part of the message that you are a child of the universe and everything is, in, is unfolding exactly as it should in perfect time. Until next time, listeners, I'll have some cool announcements uh, next time, including uh, some cool Strong Women Co. hoodies and shirts and other fun things for Christmas. But I will now leave you with this piece for your heart in Deserata. Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others. Even the dull and ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons, they are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars.
you have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to the virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection, neither be cynical about love. For in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here, and whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive Him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be careful. Strive to be happy. You are a